Uh, you know, neither of us are wearing pants, but it's fine. I mean, that's, you know, that's how things roll, and you kind of look like you have someone creeping up behind you. <laughs> oh, oh. Hi, Eamon. Hey, guys. It's another edition of that show. What's that show called? Mad Man Week Once again, Rose isn't here, uh, so I'm hosting again. So for those that love my hosting ability, uh, get ready. Joining um, us this week, uh, you already heard from Mad Mike. Mad Mike, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, unless I'm a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Um, fucking pens, god damn it. I fucking hate all real sports. Uh, Tony Garza is also here. How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? Today I brought some brandless drinks because I need to loosen up my tongue. Ladies? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's probably a little pants gimmick. This is for the ladies. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> so I guess uh, I guess we can start off with uh, SmackDown this week since it just ended. Uh, Mad Mike, uh, you 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 taking the reins on that one? Um, what would be your one word for SmackDown this week? Ah, uh, my one word for SmackDown. I, I don't know. It's it's tough to come up with one word. I, I was intermittently watching SmackDown and the Pens game, so I'm going to say... Mm, Miz down. Okay. Miz down. Okay, then. Uh, and what would be your one good good thing... Not good word. Good thing for this week's uh, SmackDown. Uh, my one good thing? it got to be the New Day. God wow. damn it. <laughs> yeah! I think you said that two weeks in a row, and I hate you so much. No, it's, they're heels now. It's a good thing. Mm. It's a good thing. It's a new day for the new day, because they just get to be dicks. Like, Xavier Woods was carrying around El Torito like a little baby. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got arm whipped for it, which was even better. But yeah, okay. I mean, it was it was it was good. I, I like I like this new ad because the performers themselves have never been an issue. No, like, yeah. But now that they're actually like we've all said that we wanted them to steer into the skid and be heels, and that's what they're doing now, and it works. Yeah. Uh, so, in turn, what would be your one bad thing for SmackDown this week? Oh, Cameron. Cameron, 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 Cameron. Um, why is Cameron? I don't know. All I saw from SmackDown, the the very little I saw from SmackDown this week was the apparent the triple threat match, and them doing a Tower of Doom spot with Cameron yeah. on top, which in fairness surprised me. Mm -hmm. But I don't know why they're doing that. But to be fair, Cameron was on top, so yeah, all you have very to do much. is fall. <laughs> But hey, credit where credit is due, Cameron did a good pin today. Yeah, that's true, that's true. She didn't Kamala it up, so... Um, and, 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 and she had to have been starstruck being in the ring with one of her idols. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if only Melina was in the crowd watching, that would have oh, been man. life's goal. <laughs> I'm surprised they never bring that up. Like, Alicia Fox especially should bring that up. I don't know why it's not brought up on Total Divas when they had their, like, mini-feud. I brought it up. Jen Collins and I brought it up on the Total Divas wrap-up. 
God, no, just missing the ball. Um, so what is the one thing that you would change about SmackDown this week, besides um, everything? <laughs> no, I wouldn't change everything. Uh, I would have maybe had a, a little bit of, of one of the tag champions versus John Cena before we got the inevitable tag match. Mm. Because either John Cena versus Tyson Kidd or John Cena versus Cesaro, yes, please. To both of those matches, I I want to see both of those. But I mean, you know, it was it was a standard like, oh no, two guys are in the ring. Here comes another guy. Uh, make it a tag match. Play a holla holla. Uh, rest but, in uh, peace. Even though and, and, and I have to say, my supplemental best thing, and I forgot about it until now. Bad news, Barrett. <laughs> he he always is pretty great. So good. Um. Because he came out as a face because The Miz was talking trash. Mm-hmm. So he came out and talked some shit about Miz's movie. And Miz, like, they were going to have a match. Like, they were having a match. Bell rang and everything. Then Miz quieted the crowd down and turned around, took off his sunglasses. And as soon as he turned around, dog boner. <laughs> Amazing. Dog boner right to the face. The match lasted 10 seconds. It was hilarious. It was exactly what you needed because the crowd wanted to cheer Barrett anyway, so. <laughs> Give away, Barrett. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I guess if we should, I guess, stick in the WWE realm of things. Well, um, should should people watch? Oh, that's the other now? thing. Should they watch? Ah, <laughs> uh, watch the Hulu version. Watch the Hulu version. There, there were some fun little segments, I guess. It it wasn't the worst SmackDown. We've seen way worse SmackDowns. Yeah. But you know, it was a SmackDown in the UK. You kinda get what you pay for on that. I will oh actually the the other change I'd make. Uh Neville and Sheamus should have had a definitive winner as opposed to a DQ, because they had a damn fun match. They had a damn fun match. Awesome. Yes. Uh, that, that would def- I may want I'm to. not going to mention what Sheamus and Ziggler are doing at the pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not mentioning it. <laughs> kind of went on, on with that on the Mayhem show this week, so. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, going into more WWE and talking about NXT this week, uh, my What's one word, word? My What's one word for NXT this week. Fuck. Um, <laughs> fuck. I think that's a different sure, show you were watching. Sure, sure I'll do fuck. <laughs> fuck is kind of semi-appropriate. Um, uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. This was an interesting NXT. Um, my good for this week is actually maybe... I think it's going to be surprising to people because I don't think a lot of people thought this match was like great or anything. I really liked um, Solomon Crowe versus CJ Parker. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Uh, C.J. Parker's farewell, I guess you could say, to yeah. NXT. We um, think. We think. <laughs> um, I thought it was actually really good, like, honestly. Like, um, C.J. Parker actually was pretty good. Like, I I, I, I don't know. I, I never really seen that side of him where he's, you know, he seems, like, into everything. And there were some cool spots in that, like, the senton where... Um, Crow got his, like, feet up and, like, kicked him off and stuff like that. Like, that was really fun. Uh, and the crowd seemed into it. And, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it actually more than the main event. 
which wasn't a bad match at all, Sami Zayn versus Rhino. But um, I actually liked it more than the main event. I I just want to know what we're doing with Solomon Crow. I don't think they know. I yeah. I mean, it's it could be such a great gimmick. Like I I said this last night when I was live tweeting. I want Solomon Crow to be NXT's Edward Snowden. Like, I, I want him to leak personal information about NXT superstars. Like, NXT nowadays. Like, while Tyler Breeze is wrestling in the ring, just have just have the hacking come in on the the uh, LED board in front. Say Tyler Breeze like has you know just something, just some right. bullshit rumor that's from Solomon Crow. It's just something. Does it feel at all like NXT? Like I feel like that kind of storyline would have happened like maybe like a year ago with NXT. Does it feel to you like NXT is kind of garnering towards more not serious stuff because they have some wacky stuff on the show too, but like not as much like weirder stuff. Like when they had like they used to have more gimmicks. I feel, and it used to be more like the gimmicky stuff on the shows. If that oh. makes sense. It does feel like it's becoming more about the competition, more driven up toward the titles. Yeah. That's true. I mean, we're not getting hair versus hair matches anymore or stuff like that. Right. It's straight up. Everyone's all for the titles. Because the hacker thing is only, like, vaguely kind of implied with Solomon Crow. Like, the only thing the commentators will ever say about him is that he's an odd character. And it's like... Like if this was if this was NXT a year ago, a year and a half ago, you would have all these backstage promos and stuff like that with like him hacking into people's stuff, and and I feel like they would have been more creative. I don't know if it's the changing of the guard or if it's like the the new vision for the product or anything like that, but I don't know. But see, you guys say that, and then we get Alex Riley, Rage Part Two. Yeah, he's I mean, around. you know, there's a little of both still. Also, uh, if you, I do, I don't encourage you to follow Alex Riley on Twitter. But uh, read his conversations with Kevin Owens. Um, they, oh, yes. they, because they're on the verge of him, like kind, like they're kind of shooty almost. Like they feel very real, but they're like, I like. Also, Kevin Owens calling Alex Riley out because he didn't know the difference between unleaded and regular gas. <laughs> I saw that. That was that was really really good. It was really fun. Um, and Kevin Owens is great. So yeah. Um, my oh, bad for this week. Uh, and let's just get into it um, because it's yeah. There's actually been a lot of discussion of this from stuff I see on Twitter and stuff like that. But let's just talk about it. Um, so Dana Brooke debuted this week. Um, uh. And spoiler alert: she's not that good. And all right, all right. I think she's decent. There was stuff I liked about the match. I liked her finish. I thought yeah. her finish looked good. Actually, um, actually biggest, uh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, my biggest gripe with her is they're, they're in the middle of, I feel like, how they want to present her. They're trying to, she's coming out and acting like a sexy, like, model-ish, like, just groping on herself. And, like, her nickname is the Total Diva, which is kind of, like, okay. But they're also trying to play up the fact that she's a bodybuilder. But none of her wrestling, like, makes her seem like an athlete. She's, like, the, the daughter of Chris Masters and Maurice. All right. Um, 
she she's Power Girl from the comics. But like, like she she's there to be the strong, pretty diva. But why is she doing like weird like handstand uh, things in the turnbuckles that like and like just her her offense and the way she wrestles doesn't fit her at all. Well, I don't think she's really got a style down yet. I mean, look at Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss from a couple months ago, and look at them now. Yeah, you know, I, there, there's there's room for improvement. There, is, there is, and when I say when I say this stuff, there is absolutely room for improvement because NXT is developmental and it's a place to learn. Um, I still would contend that like Alexa Bliss's debuts or Charlotte's debuts, like, still weren't as bad as this. Well, all right, but because Charlotte had a built-in gimmick, you can't compare it to Charlotte. Well, I, I, not, Charlotte not even, came in as "Hello, I'm the daughter of Ric Flair." Not even, not even gimmick-wise. Like not even gimmick-wise. Like I would say, in-ring wrestling-wise, because even like like Dana Brooks' punches are really bad. Like, and there's a lot that still needs work with her in-ring ability. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, she's barely starting to to learn to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's kind of unfair to to test her against like Sasha or Bailey that have been wrestling for years. I mean, but if you compare it to Carmella, I, yeah, I think she's better than Carmella. Yeah, exactly. I I I'd agree with that. And plus, think, it looks like they're making her a heel too because they put her against yeah. Blue Pants, which mm-hmm. is perfect. Because if you want to get her booed, put her against Blue Pants. I, I would contend also that maybe it would have been better for her to wrestle like a Sasha Banks or a Bailey because she's had more experience. I'm assuming training with them and like wrestling with them on house shows maybe. Because um, there there was some awkward stuff in this match. Um, I, again, I, I like I said, it's developmental, so she can improve. Obviously, um, I would contend she needs to. Like, I feel like she spent more time choreographing her entrance than her her match. And her entrance is literally her just flexing and groping herself. Yep. Okay, so was Rick Rude's. Yeah. It was. Yeah, but... I mean, I, no, but I mean, you know... Rick Rude, uh, also... She's trying, to, she's trying to establish a character first, which... I mean, the wrestling will come in time because she's only had a couple matches. And, and this, this is going to sound kind of douchey on my part... But um, objectively, Rick Rude was very um, like if I was a woman, I would be attracted to Rick Rude. Um, <laughs> she she was we, trying to be sexy, but that. not like she was trying to be sexy, but not really in an attractive way. Like she doesn't like there's something about her that's not like radiates sexiness. I think she, she's sexy by herself, but she's trying not to. I guess yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's uh, my bad this week. The one thing I would change uh, about NXT this week, um, can we do something different with Baron Corbin? <laughs> I think the 10-second the, the match is it's done. You, you move on from that. Like, I, I think that just existed to remind us that, hey, Baron Corbin's a thing. You know, considering we saw like two years of the Ascension just squashing yoppers, yeah, yeah I, I'm not expecting anything different for Corbin. But you know what match, you know like match a... I'd like to see? Hmm. Aaron Corbin versus Rhino. Sure. They've I think, well, on I think the, both the guys can benefit from that. I think both guys could benefit from a TV match of those two. I just feel like Baron Corbin is capable of doing longer like like matches with 
bigger guys. Well, I mean, he had that match with Neville in the number one contenders tournament. Yeah, and it was good. Like it, it was, you know, it was, it was a decent showing. I just feel like I don't know why they're still letting, just having him squash jobbers in ten seconds. Like, I, I, I feel like he's moved on from that. But, point. but what do you do with him? Put like, him against some, like someone. Yeah, but he needs like a storyline, I think. And see, this is again. Like, I know people disagree with me. This is why I think NXT needs a mid-card title. Because of show, because of shows like this week. This week, you could have had the Corbin match. You could have had um, the... Hell, you could have had the Breeze and... Uh, the uh, Breeze, the Rhino and Zayn match be part of a tournament for that title. Like, I think... Because you can't have Kevin Owens on every week. Now he's an attraction. So if you don't have fleshed out storylines, which NXT usually does, right now they don't. Because mm-hmm. they finished a lot of stuff at WrestleMania and they haven't restarted anything yet. This like, is also still at the tail end of some of the tapings too, which is kind of at a weird point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like they just need to, I, I would agree, find something for Corbin to do storyline-wise. And, and you know, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I don't think anyone's going to like it, Send Zack Ryder to NXT and have him claim to be the internet champion. Because NXT is exclusively on the network, which is, guess what? On the internet. You can have it be the new television championship. It doesn't yeah. matter. It looks like Zack Ryder's head. It would be a <laughs> great thing. Like I, like, I have WWE 2K15. I made an NXT roster. That's my mid-card championship. The internet title. Like, to me, it makes the most sense in the world. I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Um, so, for my... Um, should people watch NXT this week? Yeah. Um, there is... The, I, I, the main event is good between Sami Zayn and Rhino. Uh, I, like I said, enjoyed Solomon Crow, CJ Parker. Um, Enzo, Enzo and Cass were good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cass is big boot is one of the most underrated moves on NXT. We kind of saw the debut of Shoot Nation, but not really. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so that was NXT for this week. Uh, uh, Antonio Garza, uh, uh, what would be your um, Uno... Yeah, Palabra. Uno Palabra. I was like... I was trying to figure that out for some reason. Uh, for Your, your uh, Uno Palabra for Lucha Underground for this week. Okay, my Uno Palabra for uh, Lucha... Let's go with uh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so so we have missed out fucking motherfucker. Thanks for classing up the joint, guys. You're really classy here. I'm Jesus. sorry, but Pentagon is a motherfucker. Mm. Well, wait, so, Pentagon? Yes. Pentagon okay. is a motherfucker. Okay, all right. Fair. Fair and reasoned. I, I, ex- I accept your Uno Palabra. <laughs> yeah, and, and this, I mean, we can start with my bueno. Uh, that mid-segment with Pentagon, that announcer lady, and uh, sexy star. Melissa Santos. Oh, yeah, Melissa, Melissa Santos. Melissa Santos did a, did a great job of, like, I, I, her so small man. role. 
I, I really loved when uh, he like I think that like once he gra- he like throws her down in the corner and you could she immediately tries to run out of the ring, which is super smart. Like I wonder if they just didn't tell her about this. <laughs> <laughs> like like if it's like if it's just a shoot, because that would be amazing. Because normally when like that kind of situation happens, like the woman would be like, "Oh no, these ropes are trapping me." Like they like you can leave yeah, the ring. Yeah, they like backing up in the corner like. Oh no! Where can I go apart from the huge gate between these? Rows? But she was immediately like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." Yeah, everyone in that segment was was really, really good. Like even like even Vampiro like getting up and he was slow as fuck, but he was like he was like, oh, "I'm not gonna take this shit." I mean that that's just Vampiro. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Pentagon's yeah. a piece of shit, right? Now. Yeah, it is a so, uh, All right. Uh, Garza, were you here when we tried to guess who Pentagon's master is? Uh, no, but I, uh, I do have an opinion. Okay. Uh, I said that, like, it would be really cool to be someone who has, like, a, like, a lucha, but also kind of, like, martial arts. So I said, the great Sasuke, or a heel Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, my God. A Octagon. Oh, yeah, Octagon kind of makes the most sense to me, just... Well, but, the, the octagon pentagon thing has been like a long family feud for years, but yeah, a heel yeah. octagon, uh, like being the master of pentagon, will be also like levels of awesome. I still kind of wanted to be Rey Mysterio. And now I'm just this thinking. is a heel, a, a heel Rey Mysterio telling him to do all this wicked, wicked shit. And now, now I'm realizing Sasuke wrestled at a King of Trios not too long ago. So fuck, that could be possible, and I am so excited. <laughs> Holy shit. Um. Yeah, so that would be amazing. Uh, what is what is your bad for this week, then? Uh, this week's Lucha Underground or your uh, your Malo? My Malo. Um, uh, I guess I mean it wasn't really that bad, but I'm gonna have to give it to the Aerostar and Drago match. <sighs> it it no wait 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 wait. It started a bit sloppy. It did. Opinion. Okay. It did. I, right. I I don't think it was their best match from their series. That's true. I would agree. I, I, I like last week's match better. Uh, the fourth match in the series. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where Drago was kind of playing conservative because he wanted to tie it up and everything. Like, but, and they were trying to sell that in this match too. Like Vampiro, like pointed out, like maybe Drago's not going for as many risks because you know he wants to, you know, because it's such a crucial match or whatever. Yeah. Having said that, uh, I I was really really happy that they gave this match the main event position mm-hmm. over the the three-on-three with the bigger guys. Like, it felt really, really, like, important. And, like, it actually made me think, like, when was the last time we saw, like, a best-of series in WWE? Like, in a long time, I think. Yeah. And, like, considering Uh, we get, like, Roman Reigns versus Big Show every week, we could have done, like, a best-of ten right now. (laughs) I was going to say, we have a lot of best-of series on WWE. They just don't call them best-of series. Yeah. And they're always one-sided. But yeah, um, that was my bad. And uh, what is the uh, what is the one thing you changed this week? Cambio. My oh, cambio. My cambio. Oh man. Uh, uh, I probably wouldn't have had that three way match right after the three on three. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting move. Yeah, like it was a it was a good match. And but I don't think it was necessary. I think they could have used that uh, spot to like advance some other story that we have like pending. Well, I I think they wanted to put K 
Cage over Strong because he kind of got his ass kicked in the trios match. Yeah. Like, the trios match eventually came down to Cuerno and Tejano just being the biggest heels in the world. I think I think also <laughs> going into it, um, I feel like they're making Cage, Tejano, and uh, King Cuerno as like the favorites to win. Just because yeah. they're, they're oh they're yeah I can do that just because they're such a sack team. Mm-hmm. Um, oh I yeah, well they're they're like the masters of evil. Like they're <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you're taking like juggernaut like you're taking like the three biggest villains that Lucha has that isn't breaking people's arms and, and just right. bring them together. I feel like they're going to they're, they're obviously in the top sort of heel like kind of role. This and then Big Rick's group is going to be sort of. I feel like they're going to be portrayed more as the faces um, that can can hold their own, which is why I, f- I personally predict. I have a feeling that Son of Havoc's team is taking it. Yeah, I, 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 that, I, I see. I feel that. like I do the the underdog thing. Yeah. Well, not only the underdog, but it's it's always a a trope of wrestling. If you have a team that doesn't get along. They're going to win the tag championships. And especially if you have three people that don't get along. One of them kind of wants to fuck the other. One of them did fuck someone else. And the other two just hate each other. Like, well, and they also that's play, a story. That's they, a story. Also, they also put it up in the previous match how like, Son of Avic is capable and he can do it even when like Evil oh, yeah. just walked out on them. So I feel like, the, to me, they're my pick as far as who's going to win uh, the, uh, the trio's titles. Yeah. Also... Where the fuck were the were the crew in all this tournament? They're they're like That's the only point. legit trio, and they're not in the tournament. I, I was gonna say, did I, I did Big Rick? I guess take them out or yeah. I thought I thought Big Rick and his boys beat the crew. Not in the no, not in the actual tournament. Oh oh right yeah because he fought they fought um sexy source team. But but Big Rick had a handicap match. But you know what? It, it's kind of best to keep them out of the tournament if it's only gonna last four weeks because then. You can have them attack the tri- the new trios ta- champions. That's a good point. Yeah. And you can start a new feud right there. Because Big Rick kind of de- destroying them kind of ended the feud a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Um, quick, quick one other thing I want to mention about Lucha Underground. Um, I don't know if we talked about this on the actual show uh, last week, but I did. I think I mentioned it to Matt and Mike off air. Um, I like Hernandez for the fact that he they paired him with Conan, and the story being that Conan's kind of a snake, and that, you know, they're, him and Hernandez are kind of, like, corrupting Prince Puma. Uh, I like that aspect of Hernandez and Lucha Underground. Um, Hernandez needs to start... Like, you... Sell. Like, sell. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it, I really like Hernandez. Like, I like his in-ring style. I think it works... But when I saw him, like, kind of mocking, who was it, Cuerno? Cuerno. It's like, you're, yeah, in, the ring with the three, like, no, you're in the ring with the three top heels of the company. Yeah, like, like you gotta watch some of the program and see. Like, look how Cage sells. Look how Mil Muertes. Yeah, that's, Mil Muertes that's who, that's who Hernandez should be kind of emulating a little bit. And I understand Hernandez wants to look, you know, muy guapo, but yeah, he's got... You gotta have a give and take in Lucha Underground because this isn't TNA. That shit is I also not- don't mind doing it once, like no selling and kind of being like, or have, have, or once. But he did it a lot of times. Or do it once and have it immediately backfire on him. 
Yeah. yeah. Like something yeah. like he goes to rock Querno and Querno pulls like an arm drag out of her or something like that. And yeah. Hernandez is like, oh, okay, okay, this this shit is legit. Okay. Yeah. So other than that. Yeah. Uh, so would you recommend uh, people watching Lucha Underground this week? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I guess we can kind of infer which is the winner for this week's uh, lineup, uh, that being uh, Lucha Underground. Oh, no, SmackDown. SmackDown. No, no, I'm kidding. Oh, it's, no. <laughs> it's never SmackDown. Uh, yeah, Lucha. Lucha's been really, yeah. uh, really phenomenal. I hope. By, by the way, guys, I, I don't want I don't want to end this on a down note. How sad are we gonna be when Lucha season one is done? It, very sad. I'm I, gonna I be so sad. Like I may I may just come on this show and review old episodes of Lucha. It's. <laughs> The, I I pr- I feel like they will, but I pray to God that they get renewed. Like I've, I, no, I've there they are. Are they, they renewed? Have they have awesome. been. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But they might be taking like a three month break before between well, seasons. They're, That's they're, fair. They announced the that two hour special Ultimo Lucha for I think August or September. That's good. I, I I'm. I, I actually don't mind them taking like three month breaks or, or extended breaks or whatever because Lucha Underground at least feels more like uh, not a sitcom, but it feels more like an episodic, a serialized show. Yeah, more than like a wrestling show. Um. So yeah. Uh. Um, but in the in the in those three months, it will be very sad. <laughs> I just hope we find out what's in that fucking cage. Mm. Oh, yeah. And not and not the machine oh, cage, but like the actual cage. Yeah, like, that's the one time I like. Usually when Matt Stryker makes references, I usually am like, "Come on, dude!" But I I appreciated him singing uh, uh, the man, the <laughs> man called the Cage. Man, but he said the man called Cage, and and I just looked at him like he's a fucking machine, man. He's not a man. He's <laughs> a machine. <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, that was the uh, the midweek war for this week. Or sorry. The the mid week. Oh. I get out of the way. Um, you can join us every Tuesday night at live.sorgatronmedia.com for both the Wrestling Mayhem Show and the Indie Mayhem Show, uh, as well as many of other shows here on the Sorgatron Media Network. Uh, for video games, for tech, for all kinds of sort of things. Um, you can also movies? donate to movies too. Uh, you can donate to uh, us on Patreon. Uh, uh, over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can also uh, go to ProWrestlingTees.com and pick up one of our mini Wrestling Mayhem Show t-shirts uh, that also helps uh, support the show and support all the stuff that we're doing. Um, also, subscribe to us here on YouTube if you want to see more content. Uh, besides the Midweek War, we also do Watch Party. We do um, uh, Sorgatron does the Mayhem Minutes. He, you know, There's a lot of really cool stuff that we do. Uh, review near every wrestling show there is to review. Um, at least in a, in a mainstream-esque uh, format. Um, so, yeah, and, and also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, there's various other places where you can check us out. So uh, for myself and for Mad Mike and for Tony Garza, this has been the Midweek War for this week.